ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له اشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله صلوات الله وسلامه عليه اما بعد يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وَبَثَّ مِنْهُمَا رِجَالًا كَثِيرًا وَنِسَاءً وَاتَّقُوا اللَّهَ الَّذِي تَسَاءَلُونَ بِهِ وَالْأَرْحَامَ إِنَّ اللَّهَ كَانَ عَلَيْكُمْ رَقِيبًا يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا اتَّقُوا اللَّهَ وَقُولُوا قَوْلًا سَدِيدًا يُصْلِحْ لَكُمْ أَعْمَالَكُمْ وَيَغْفِرْ لَكُمْ ذُنُوبَكُمْ ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله واحسن الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار ثم اما بعد يا عباد الله قول الله سبحانه وتعالى في كتابه الكريم وما خلقت الجن والانس الا ليعبدون الله جل وعلا he says in his noble book i did not create the jinn nor the mankind except for them to worship me يا عباد الله Whenever you hear inside the Quran al-ibadah worship then know that what is intended is at-tawhid to worship Allah and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone and this is as was taught to the sahaba by the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam and this is what they conveyed to those generations of muslims that came after them is that whatever you see ibada inside of the quran then what is intended by it is at-tawhid so the meaning of this particular ayah or the meaning of ya'budun ay ya'buduni ay yuwahiduni to single out allah jalla wa ala alone with worship this is why the human beings they were created in order to establish the tawhid wa qala allah subhanahu wa ta'ala fi kitabihi al-karim inna rabbukum allah alladhi khalaqa as-samawati wal-ard fi sittati ayyamin thumma istawa 'ala al-'arsh yughshi al-layla an-nahara yatlubuhu hathitha yatlubuhu hathitha that verily your lord is allah who has created the heavens and who has created the earth in six days 
Then he rose above the throne. The night coming after the day and seeking it rapidly. وَالشَّمْسَ وَالْقَمَرَ وَالنُّجُومَ مُسَخَّرَاتِ And the sun and the moon and the stars. They are all subjected. يعني بأمره. They are all subjected to the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They all go upon their course. Go upon their axis and their orbits according to the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. أَلَا لَهُ الْخَلْقُ وَالْأَمْرِ Rarely does it not accept, but it, long, it belongs unto Allah, the creation and the command. Tabarakallah Rabbul Alameen. How blessed is He, Allah, the Lord of all that exists. Allah, Jalla wa'ala, the Lord of all that exists. Ya ibadullah. When we contemplate upon this reality, that it is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that has created the human beings. Allah Jalla wa'ala who has created the jinn. And that the purpose and the reason that they were created was to establish the ibadah, was to establish the worship to Allah Jalla wa'ala alone. And meaning to establish tawheed. This was the purpose and the reason that they were created was to establish the tawheed. When one reflects upon those things that were created in order for the human beings and the jinn to establish a tawheed, then they will realize that the creation of the universe, that the creation of the universe, the creation of the heavens, the creation of the earth, and everything that is contained therein, it was all in order to establish the tawheed, so that tawheed could be established. So therefore Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in reminding us of this reality, telling us the likes of this reality, Allah ta'ala, He mentions, That He is the one who has created for you that which is inside of the earth, all of it. That He is the one who has created for you that which is inside of the earth, all of it. With the exception of those things in which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he has made haram. And this ayah is the ayah where is derived the principle that when it comes to the affairs of the dunya, everything is halal until proven haram. Because Allah Ta'ala, He says that He created for us that which is in the earth. Ma fil ard, that which is in the earth. So the origin of those things that are in the earth is that they are halal. Unless there comes a text, Makes, making them haram, then those particular things are the exception, and that's what is haram. When we reflect over this, then we realize that that which has been placed inside of the earth, that which has been placed inside of the earth at our disposal, then this is to help us, this is to aid us in the establishment of our purpose and the purpose in which we were created, and that is to establish a tawheed. So those things in which are inside of our lives, our daily lives, those things that will touch us in our lifespan, so on and so forth, all of these things are to help us into establishing the Tawheed. When one reflects upon this reality, then he will understand that the rectification of his life will be by rectifying the purpose by way in which he was given life 
and that is to establish the Tawheed. So if one understood correctly and they understood right, then they will realize that Tawheed will set their life straight, will set their life aright. It will put everything in order if they truly understood. If they truly had true understanding, then it will rectify their life. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He tells us elsewhere in the Qur'an, وَسَخْرَ لَكُمْ مَا فِي السَّمَاوَاتِ وَمَا فِي الْأَرُضِ جَمِيعًا And Allah has subjected unto you that which is in the heavens and that which is in the earth, all of it. Then Allah ta'ala has subjected for us that which is in the heavens and that which is in the earth, all of it. To help us do what? To establish the tawheed. So if an individual were to establish the Tawheed of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that will set his life right. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala further explaining unto us that these things that are here inside of this earth, there are things that should be helping us and not a distraction unto us, but there are things that should help us into establishing our purpose. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says in his noble book, يَا أَيُّهَا النَّاسِ اعْبُدُوا رَبَّكُمُ الَّذِي خَلَقَكُمْ وَالَّذِينَ مِنْ قَبْلِكُمْ لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّقُونَ O humanity, O mankind. And when you hear mankind inside of the Qur'an, then it is referring to human beings and to the jinn. O mankind, worship your Lord. Worship your Lord who created you and who created those who were before you so that you may fear Him. So that you may have taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. الَّذِي جِعَلَ لَكُمُ الْأَرْضَ فِرَاشَ وَالسَّمَاءَ بِنَاءَ وَأَنزَلَ مِنَ السَّمَاءِ مَاءَ فَأَخْرَجَ بِهِ مِنَ الثَّمَرَاتِ رِزْقًا لَكُمْ فَلَا تَجْعَلُوا لِلَّهِ أَنْدَادًا وَأَنْتُمْ تَعْلَمُونَ Allah ta'ala, he says what means? The one who has made the earth for you like a bed, and who has made the sky as a canopy, and who has sent down from the sky water, meaning rain, and who has brought forth from that vegetation provisions for you. So do not set up rivals with Allah in worship and you know better. But one will reflect back on the fact that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He made for us the earth. And He made the earth something that we can easily manipulate. Something that, or a place wherein we can take as a place of rest, an abode that we can take as a place of rest, the earth. So he has made the earth for us like a bed. He has made the sky for us like a canopy. He sends down rain from the sky and brings forth vegetation. Provisions for us. The human beings in order to survive, then the human being they need oxygen, the human being, they need water. The human being, they need food. So on and so forth. The human being, they need the sky to be as a canopy so that the earth is not pelted. It is not bombarded by celestial things, be it meteors and the, the like of this. Naam? So that life is sustainable. All of this for what? So that we may establish Tawheed. So thus Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He reminds us of this reality. He reminds us not to take our lives and to do opposite. Not to take our lives and then establish shirk. 
not to take our lives and then show ingratitude and ungratefulness unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So after reminding us of the fact that He created us and those who came before us, after reminding us that He is our Lord, after reminding us of those things in which He has done for us, Allah Ta'ala, He says, فَلَا تَجْعَلُوا لِلَّهِ أَنْدَادًا So do not set up rivals with Allah in worship. وَأَنْتُمْ تَعْلَمُونَ And you know better. And you know. You know that it is Allah who has done all of the aforementioned things by Himself. So therefore He deserves to be worshipped alone by Himself. But one realizes this connection between the Tawheed and between our life, then they will realize that the rectification of our life, it comes in establishing the Tawheed. It comes in establishing the purpose for way in which we were given life. So if an individual wants rectification, if an individual wants success, if an individual wants prosperity, if an individual wants to remain steadfast in prosperity and, and prosperous inside of the land, that comes from the establishment of the Tawheed. All the rectification in a society, you will find it begins with the Tawheed. Because when you think of the social ills, if you think of the social ills, if you reflect on the social ills, then you will realize that each of these social ills comes as a result of infringement upon someone's rights. Now, all of the social ills, they come as a result of the infringement upon someone's rights. If you look to theft, if you look to murder, if you look to fornication, all of this is infringing upon the rights of others. The one who steals infringes upon the rights of the one that he stole from. The one who kills, then they infringe upon the right of the one that they murdered. The one who fornicates, they infringe upon the right and the honor of the family of the person that they fornicated with. They infringe upon the society from having safety from the likes of these, of these social ills. When an individual is given to drugs, when an individual is given to intoxicants, when an individual is given to the likes of these things, then they are infringing upon rights. Infringing upon the rights of themselves, which will subsequently lead them in chasing their habit to infringe upon the rights of others, to rob, to cheat, to swindle, to steal, so on and so forth. All of this is infringing upon the rights of others. Now contemplate upon this. How can all of these rights be set aright? How can all of these rights be safeguarded from the infringement upon them? If an individual does not care about infringing upon the right of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If an individual is concerned with giving Allah his rights, then the individual will, will be concerned and he will have fear of Allah. He will have taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and thus he will give a right to everyone who Allah has, has given them rights. Has everyone to Allah that that, 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 that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded him, has rights over him. He will establish those rights. Why? Out of fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So he won't infringe upon the rights of others by stealing from them. Out of fear of his Lord. He won't infringe upon the rights of others by murdering them. Out of fear of his Lord. He won't infringe upon the rights of the families by making zina, by making fornication. Out of fear. Of his Lord. Why? Because he's concerned by establishing the right of Allah. And the right of Allah is what? Is that we worship him and him alone. 
that we worship him and him alone. We establish it to him. We believe in him correctly. All of this, the proper belief in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, all of this will lead to the rectification of a society. A society will never be rectified if there's no tawheed. A society will never be rectified if there is no tawheed. And this is why all of the prophets, all of the messengers, they came to their people calling them to establish a tawheed. Allah Ta'ala says, وَلَقَدَ بَعَثْنَا فِي كُلِّ أُمَّةٍ رَسُولًا and we are sent to every nation, every single nation, a messenger proclaiming worship Allah alone and stay away from the false deities. Every messenger came with this call. Every messenger. There was not a single messenger that came saying, worry about social problems, worry about establishing this, worry about feeding the poor. It didn't mention Tawheed. But rather you find that staying away from the social ills, feeding the poor, so on and so forth, giving alms, that comes secondary to the establishment of Tawheed because the likes of these things is that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commands the people of Tawheed to do, to rectify, to establish the rights, to be righteous to their families, righteous to their parents, so on and so forth. So if we are going to truly have an impact upon society, then it comes by knowing the importance and the level and the status of it Tawheed, not by belittling it. It comes from being upon the methodology of the prophets and the methodology of the messengers والسلام, because they came and that the most important thing of their call was calling their people to establish Allah's right. So be warned and beware of anyone that will come to you and have your audacity to say that a society is not rectified by Kitab al-Tawheed. A society is not rectified by the books of Tawheed. That society is not rectified by a Tawheed. This is a person that is sick. This is a person who is an ignoramus. This is a person who doesn't understand the Aleph from the bad from the top. This is an individual who doesn't understand Tawheed, who has yet to fully understand and study it Tawheed. This is a person who is sick indeed. So stay away from the likes of these individuals because they are individuals who are setting you up for ultimate loss. These are individuals that are setting you up to tie yourself out in things that in reality won't truly benefit you and have a lasting impact and sustainable change upon you. These are individuals who are sick. Devils indeed. Bismillah, alhamdulillah, salatu wa salam, al-rasulillah wa ba'd. Ya ibadullah, no one understand that all rectification of a society, it follows. It follows. That society rectifying that which is between them and their Lord. It follows the establishment of a tawheed. This is the reality. Those who believe properly in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this is what helps them deal with 
the ups and downs of life. Because those who believe properly in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, these are the individuals who will believe properly in Qadr, in Qadai wal Qadr, in Allah's divine decree. That will help them deal with the ups and downs of life. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has never promised those individuals who establish Tawheed that their life will go by without incident. That is not a promise. So those individuals who are sick, those individuals who suffer from compound ignorance, who say, how come the individuals we've been studying at Tawheed for X amount of time, but the divorce rate is still such and such. Children are still going astray. We still having problems. We still poor. We still sick. When has Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala promised you that if you establish Tawheed, you won't get sick? You'll be rich. You won't have problems. When has that ever been the promise? That has never been the promise. Why? Because if that was the case, would it be a test? Would it be a test upon human beings? These people don't get sick. These people don't suffer from diseases. These people don't have problems in their families. These people, they, 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 they're all this, they're all that, and their life goes by without incident. Then everybody in the earth will do what they do. Everybody in the earth will establish a Tawheed. So this basis, this foundation for this argument is one that is a, a satanic argument. This is from the false analogies of Shaytan. When Shaytan was commanded to bow to our father Adam, what did he say? He said, I will, you created me from fire. You created him from dirt. So he thought he was better based on the analogy of fire being better than dirt. But we understand he was wrong. So anyone who comes with a false analogy, then they're coming upon the methodology of shaitan. This analogy, this premise is incorrect. That if we, if Tawheed was going to benefit us, then we wouldn't be rich, we wouldn't have problems, we wouldn't have divorce, so on and so, we wouldn't be sick. Who said that? Who established that Tawheed better than the prophets and the messengers? Didn't they get sick? Reflect on Nabiullah Ayyub Did they not have problems inside of their families? Reflect on Nabiullah Yusuf Reflect on Nabiullah Yaqub Did they not have problems in their families? Did they not suffer from things that cause agony and ailment? Reflect on Nabiullah Ibrahim والسلام, who was turned on by his people, ostracized by his people, kicked out of his land. Why? Because he fought to establish Tawheed. Look at the Prophet وسلم, all of the sons that he had died when they were very small. The Prophet وسلم, who outlived most of his children. The Prophet وسلم, who he was ostracized from his land. Alayhi salatu wasalam. 
Does that mean that he was lacking in his implementation of it? So he, of course not. But blasphemy is it to say something like that. So now what is the difference of a person that comes and is said, we've been studying Tawheed for the past 20 some odd years, but now look, we still got divorce rate high, people, children still going astray, so on and so forth. We need to do something new. What do you mean something new? What new? Something new that the, 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 the Prophet knew, he didn't know about? What new? Something new that Ibrahim didn't know about? Something new that Musa didn't know about? Something new that the Prophet didn't know about? Of course not. If we find issues inside of our lives, if we find things are not correct, then we understand that what? Where's the problem? The problem is not in Tawheed. The problem is in us. The problem is in our lack of implementation. The problem is in our lack of understanding. That's where the problem is. But even if you understand correct, even if you implement it right, Allah Azza wa Jal still promises He's going to test us. This construction is that which is of emphasis. And verily, most definitely, undoubtedly, we're going to test you. This is the test in this dunya. But what gets the believer through that test that we've been promised we're going to be tested with, promised we're going to be touched with is what? Is our belief. It's our iman. That's why when a musibah, it touches them, they say, Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi rajirun. Verily, we belong unto Allah and unto Him is our return. So they deal with whatever it is they have to deal with. That's what the proper belief equips you with. So do not listen to those individuals who will have you turn away from your success. I have you turn away from that which will help you deal with the trials and tribulations of life. Because no matter what, the trials and tribulations of life are still going to come. Even if you stop studying so here you think your life is not going to have problems and tribulations? You think people are not going to get divorced anymore? You think children are not going to go astray no more? You think people are not going to be poor no more? So what in the world are these ignorant shayabween talking about? Turn away from that which is your success. Worry about other stuff. But that which you didn't gain from learning about that which is success is still going to happen. You're still subjected to poverty. You're still subjected to sickness. You're still subjected to divorce. You're still subjected to all the social ills that are taking place, so on and so forth. These individuals, they don't understand. One ayah is enough to make us see that they don't really understand how it really works. Allah says, That Allah promises, promise from Allah promises those who believe from amongst you and work righteous good deeds that he will fortify you in the land like he fortified those from before he will fortify them in the art in, 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 in the earth like he fortified those who came before you want fortification stability inside the earth Allah Ta'ala, He promised. They will be fortified in the earth 
like those who came before them were fortified in the earth. وَلَا يُمَكِّنَنَّ لَهُمْ دِينَهُمُ الَّذِرُ تَوْضَى And he will make firm, he will establish for them their religion, huh? that he is pleased for them to have. You want to worry about establishing of your religion, establishing Islam, being able to practice practice your religion in peace and tranquility, to be able to be a Muslim in peace and tranquility, huh? to establish that religion that Allah is pleased that you have for you. You want to be able to do that? Yes, we want to be able to do that. Naam? And he will make for them after their fear, safety. After they were scared, had fear, it will be safe, safety, tranquility, safety, security. We want security away from those things that trouble us, away from those things that cause instability, so on and so forth. Yes, we want that. Allah promises that. To who? Who is this promise? Those who believe work righteous good deeds. Naam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He specifies something though. After mentioning these things, Allah ta'ala, He specifies something. I want you to think about these things and I want you to think about social problems. When these things are established, what happens to them social problems? They're not that big of an annoyance, not that big of a nuisance. They're going to be there because it's the dunya. You're going to have problems in the dunya. long as the dunya is around, you're going to have problems in the dunya. Huh? Even if this don't happen, that will happen. That's how the dunya is. But it's good for us because it gives us the opportunity to be patient until Allah Azza wa Jal. In any event, Allah Ta'ala, after mentioning these things, Allah Ta'ala, He says, That they worship me and me alone. And they don't establish any partner with me in that worship. They worship me and me alone and they don't make shirk. You see? So if you want this rectification, you want this establishment in the land, you want this establishment of your deen, you want the fear to be replaced by safety and so on and so forth. What is the key ingredient to that? Allah Ta'ala, He mentions it. Ya'budunani. Worship me alone. And they don't associate anything as a partner with me. What, what is that? At-Tawheed. So the rectification of the life is where? Is in the establishment of At-Tawheed. Don't be deceived by those who tell you otherwise. Don't be deceived by these shayateen. Because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, whoever said that teaching Tawheed comes to the detriment of learning about everything else. Whoever said that? Who makes that claim? Teaching Tawheed comes to the detriment of everything else. No. You learn about the Tawheed. And you learn about those affairs of religion that you have to know about. Like how to pray, how to make wudu, so on and so forth. Naam? Because the call of the Prophet Wasallam, that is the standard, not the call of these shayateen that you find on YouTube, that you find online, that you may even find on the various yani, television channels and programs and so on and so forth. No, they're not the standard. The standard is what? Is who? 
is the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam and those who were upon his way from the Sahaba radiyallahu ta'ala anhum, those whom Allah ta'ala he has commanded us to be upon their way and to follow those whom Allah ta'ala he says radiyallahu anhum waradu'an that he is pleased with them and they are pleased with him these are our options choose what you want to choose you want to follow the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam or you want to follow these fools okay Muslim.